This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be? A master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bowhunter Planet podcast. And today we're going to try and talk to two of our ambassadors. We have Adam Moore and Adam Miller. It's going to be a little bit confusing, but uh, we'll get through it. And I'm um, James Nopum. So uh, I guess we'll start and get to know these guys a little bit better. That's kind of what we did with uh, Ronnie on the other the other night. So Adam Miller, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm uh, actually a pharmacist from uh, the west side of Michigan, um, and I've been hunting since I was, you know, 12, started hunting, bow hunting, you know, as soon as I could, and uh, just kind of worked up from there. Um, uh, rifle hunted mostly, um, I'd say more more so, you know, bow hunting was just to get us into, get us out into the field and get us accustomed to, to being out there and, and seeing everything. And I guess I didn't really start seriously bow hunting or I guess consider myself real bow hunter until i was probably mid 20s and uh, i'm gonna be 36 next month so um for the last decade or so i think i've been going at it pretty hard um but but yeah we hunt mostly um uh, we've got 240 acres in the upper peninsula of michigan and uh so we head up there in the up um stevenson so we're like eight miles from Wisconsin, like the far oh, south. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and that that's been a, a topic um, of discussion lately because uh, for the last three years uh, we've been going down to Ohio, and so Ohio's a six-hour drive. Our property's a seven, eight-hour drive depending yeah. on the weather. And uh, I mean, there's giants in Ohio. We've killed, you know, I killed a 150. They've killed a couple 140s and. Uh, you know, just just monsters, and the, and those aren't even the biggest bucks we've seen. It's just the ones we were able to to harvest. You know, yeah, I've, I, we have a cabin a little closer to the uh, bridge. That's why I asked. We're in Ingadine, so we're coming okay. up there soon to go fishing. Uh, great, man! That sounds awesome. Where on the west side of Michigan do you live? Uh, I live in Muskegon, oh, so okay. we're I'm, I'm five minutes drive from Lake Michigan. Yeah, I went to Cal- I went to Western, so I went to Kalamazoo. Sure, sure. So, Adam number two. I forget which Adam I'm on. This is going to get really confusing. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I was born and raised here in Kansas, um, about 35 miles directly south of the Kansas City metro area. Um, and I'm also in the medical field. I'm a registered nurse, and I work at a hospital out here and been doing that for about four years now um as far as hunting goes um 
I grew up shooting guns as long as I can remember. Um, never really got into actually hunting probably until I was 18, 19, somewhere in there. And I started off with turkey hunting. And so that was really my first love, uh, getting into turkey hunting and, and learning all the calls and, and everything I could about that. And then I got into deer hunting and I think it's been about four years now since I started shooting a bow. And as soon as I started shooting a bow, I don't think I've taken a rifle out hunting mm-hmm. since, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> and it is awesome. I'm I'm uh, doing some 3D tournaments. Uh, I've done a couple already this summer and, you know, just always getting better. And uh, I just I just love it. I just love the, the attitude of, of archery and I just love what bow hunting is at its at its truest deepest level. It's just you oh, know man. being out there and and you know it, it's so much so much more whole than I feel like than you know shooting a deer with a rifle from three hundred yards away, <laughs> for yeah. example. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with no, that. You know, been there, done that. But it's a whole different you know, thing. That's exactly. When Extend when you can season you know, too. If, oh if, gosh, if, yeah. If anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Love it. Just love it. That's what I, if I could do something every day, all day, that would be the thing. <laughs> well, that's great. So, so I guess what I kind of wanted to talk about today, and we really haven't done that this yet on our podcast, is kind of I kind of want to talk about the evolution. Of, so, you've only been shooting a bull for four years. I've probably been like hard into it since probably two thousand three, and uh, before that, I used to try to go in the my dad's spare room and pull back his pro line bow and i remember i was 15 i finally got that sucker back i'm surprised i never dry fired it I, nobody ever told me about that i was sneaking and doing it anyway so i finally finally was able to shoot that and i shot that a little bit and i moved uh when i was in western probably my junior year i moved to some in with some guys who are real big hunters and uh you know they were bow hunters and i'm like man i really kind of want to get back into that so i took some of my financial aid money and went to gander mountain <laughs> bought myself a, a browning awesome. bow it was like 200 bucks and um it, it wasn't too bad you know it did the job and uh you know i shot a couple of deer with it i had uh aluminum arrows and all that you know i was doing some stuff wrong they weren't getting good penetration it was all it's one thing about archery, it's all learning. Everything, you're, every time you're up in that tree, you learn something new. You That's know what exactly I mean? Exactly right. Because yeah, when you it. first sit out there, you're like, oh, oh busted, 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 busted. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that again. Oh, th- you know what? I'm gonna leave an arrow in the in the in the rest. That makes sense. Then he won't see me putting it in. You know, just you just keep learning these things. Yeah, that's right. And after God, what's that? Fifteen years. Well, guess what. <laughs> Still haven't learned like it you, all. You've learned something, <laughs> <laughs> but no. I but I had that bow, that Browning bow, till probably two thousand seven or eight, and then like everybody else, I was drawn to Matthews back then, and I went and I found myself a used switchback, and that was that was a great bow. That's one of the best hunting bows ever made, I think. And I kind of held on to that, and uh, like everybody else, you know that doesn't get to shoot a lot of bows or doesn't see the other companies you know you watch things and you watch shows and you hear guys talking and you're ever it's all it was all about matthews and that's all i, all I wanted to hear about until i met dave thomas <laughs> and, and uh he's like what are you talking about i'm like man why would i get a new bow i got this switchback he's like dude you're crazy 
He goes, try this Darton out. I'm like, Darton? <laughs> you know, I've heard of them before, obviously, from their Michigan. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, dude. Like, there's no way. And I shot that thing a few times. I'm like, oh, okay. There's a little speed. <laughs> that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's all it takes, though, you know, is to change your mind completely off something you'd, you'd never think you'd go for is just try it. <laughs> yep. And until two years ago, I mean, when I first started working with Boulder Planet, the first five years I shot Darn. And every year, I mean, I know it was just you know, kind of life-changing. Like, look at this speed. It was just... <laughs> You know, Darton makes a hell of a bow and a hell of a crossbow. But, uh, and then I, I wrote an article and I got in a magazine about marketing in the uh, bow hunting industry, right? And I told that whole story of how I was the Matthews guy. I had no idea. And then I started opening up. And then you realize almost every company out there, you know, you got a $1,000 bow. It shoots pretty good. You're going to kill the deal with it. Yep. <laughs> so that's, that's better be anyway. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So you can't win. It's not a you know, I can't. You can't fault Matthews. They market the hell out of stuff and pay people a lot of money, yep. and everybody you know, and people are still drawn to the. Or they won't shoot anything but, and you know what? That's right. So be it. You know, it is. It is sure. what it is. But I always tell people, you never know, because now you know, I'm not even forty, but I'm I'm already out of the super fast no back wall kind of deal now. So now I'm looking at Botex and Elites. <laughs> That's what I want to shoot because I want to be able to hold that bow back for about half an hour. You know, yeah. Some of the Elites, they don't even drop anymore. you got to kind of like force them down. They hold, almost hold themselves back. <laughs> so it's real. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's kind of how I came up in the uh, bow world. So I'm going to try to remember this. I'm going to start with Adam, Adam Moore. How did you get – How did you, which bow did you start shooting and where did you go from there? Uh, so I started with a bear attitude and it's a pretty, uh, I guess what you consider entry level bow, you know, it came ready to hunt with a stabilizer and sight and everything on it. Um, and it was great. You know, um, I actually did a, like a eight week 3d tournament with that when I first got it and I did kill a few deer with it. And, um, you know, I was, my shooting was getting to a point where, I felt like I was ready for a new bow because my shooting was good enough that, uh, you know, a new bow with some of the higher quality features and things could be beneficial to me. So actually I, uh, through bow hunter planet, uh, got the bear moment, um, just a couple months ago and (laughs) yep. And it is, it is, oh my goodness, that thing is legit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that thing. It, It feels so good. And, and, you know, it's really the first, uh, for me, I guess what I'd consider like a real high quality bow that I've shot more than once or twice. And they, um, they kind of mess with their designs a little bit. Those things look mean now. I mean, there's yeah, a lot going oh, on I in love those risers. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. You know, and they come built in with um, like little dampeners and different yeah. parts of the riser that are built in. And, you know, just little things like that. And they have these what they call sonic knots on the string, which, you know, they're supposed to add speed and deaden the sound a little bit. So they just come stock with mm-hmm. so much in them it's it's great and i tell you what made me choose to stick with bear is the <laughs> kind of a funny story when i shot my first deer with a bow i was so amped up and everything after i got it field dressed i left my bow my first one out there in the field totally drove off without it <laughs> yeah i didn't realize it i don't know it was probably a couple days at least 
freaked out. Of course, it had been it had been rained on, been below freezing weather. It was into November, and I'm like, okay, this thing's gonna be all jacked up. You know, I continued to shoot it. I waxed the string, made sure everything was safe. Never had to side it in again. You know, after that or anything. And I said, okay, I'm I'm gonna buy a bear again. <laughs> yeah. And I also just I also just love the, you know, the Fred Bear attitude and just yeah. the love of the hunt and you know just forget the score and forget you know this and just go be out there in nature and you know find yourself and yeah, just we, shoot a bow <laughs> we all owe that guy a lot of a lot of credit man i'll tell you what yeah no yeah so adam miller am i am i right this time yep yep <laughs> all right <laughs> tell us a little bit about your experience oh mine has been you know like i said i i grew up you know, with a bow in my hand. I mean, I was five years old and got a little fiberglass recurve in my Easter basket. And, you know, that's, we were always hunting or outside or something. I mean, my dad, his bow, he has like one of the first, if not one of the, the first model of compound bow that came out, which is the herders something or other. Cool. And it, he still has it. It's got, you know, metal cables and wheels, <laughs> little tiny wheels. Um, and he hunted with that for a long time. And so uh, he, I mean, that was the bow that he used. I mean, even when I was 12 years old. And uh, my 11th birthday, I got a PSE Sprint used. And uh, I, I came from, you know, just a regular old hunting family where it wasn't like, you know, we weren't shooting target archery. It was, you know, get them in a pie plate at 20 yards. And, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that, that's hunting accuracy, you know. And so I did that for years and years, and uh, I was also in the Marine Reserves. And uh, when I got deployed, that was still the bow that I had. And I started reading the uh, like the bow hunter magazines, bow hunting, and all that. And so I started to see all the new bows that were coming out and, and what I wanted. So I bought a brand new. Um, that was right when um, Ahoyt had their reflex line. Um, so I bought a brand new reflex growler, and it was like night and day i mean it was 20 years of technology change um, and i shot that bowl for quite some time and then like i think it was like five years ago right right before we were going to ohio the first time um i had a nick in one of my strings and my that bowl blew up on me Oof. and uh so i had to get something real quick and um my, my uh my brother-in-law and my dad were both shooting bear at the time, they were shooting a bear code and a bear truth, and I'd shot those bows. And just the, my bow was pretty radical, um, and so it was it was fast, but there was a lot of vibration, and that's what I took away from those bows was that you know they were, you know, so smooth shooting. Um, and my my father-in-law had just got the brand new uh, Matthews Healy M, and so I, I was leaning towards bear um and that was the first year they had come out with their like flagship style bows where they had changed from um just the cable slider um to more like the matthews single cam type um design and i'm always leery about the first year a company goes to something (laughs) um so i looked at all the specs on that helium and uh, just like the uh the other adam there uh bear had a off the shelf ready to hunt um encounter um, almost identical specs to that $1,200 helium. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, uh, I went out and bought that, and it was less than the cost of the sight I have on my bow now for the, <laughs> for the entire 
<laughs> for the entire thing. And uh, I, I, I killed some some deer with that. And um, this year we started shooting. Um, over the winter we started shooting uh, indoor league, just a small game league for fun. And I really wasn't happy with the setup. I mean, I wasn't. Uh, it wasn't, you know, up to par. Um, I felt I could, I could outshoot the bow, I thought. Um, so I bought, a, a another bear. I bought the arena 34 and, uh, I got that, uh, HHA optimizer kingpin light on it. And, uh, just two weeks ago, we were out at the total archery challenge at, at Boyne shooting. I mean, the longest shot that we had was 120 yards. And so if you would have told me a year ago or, or six months ago that I'd be shooting, you know, confidently out to those distances i just said you're crazy you know but the equipment is has just changed everything you know if you can if you can shoot and you trust your equipment you know and you dial it in oh yeah you know and i i wouldn't advocate shooting at an animal at that but i've listened to other podcasts where jewelry uh, cam haynes they say well you know if you shoot all summer long at 100 yards a 50 yard shot seems like a chip shot where in years past it would seem like a pipe dream like it would be like oh they were you know the, the deer was right there but uh, you know with nowhere within range now it's kind of changing the game where a 40 yard shot used to be the you know the far reaching edge but given the conditions i think it's moving more out to 60 something like that i think is reasonable oh yeah no doubt i mean i hit one of those hha sites and, on mine and i shot a turkey like 47 yards walking away i mean it was a miracle shot right i snuck up that is awesome. over the hill <laughs> that was the luckiest shot i've ever had but yeah, one, <laughs> one of our guys was actually up at that boeing challenge i think bob mcgee was up there yeah that i mean that that was really something i was only able to go up there for the the saturday and the rest of the guys that i shoot the archery league with um, they were up there all weekend and shot the whole thing and it was, it was really challenging. Um, mostly, I mean, a lot of the guys, because of where we hunt, you know, their their sites, even with those HHAs and the, just the way that they have them set up, you know, they're set up to shoot 70, 80 yards, and they thought, oh, I'll never have to shoot farther than that. Well, <laughs> the holdover on a 120-yard shot, even at 80 yards, is, you know, exorbitant. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing that you'll ever practice again. So it, it was... It was really challenging, and the angles, and then the way they had the target set up in between trees and things like that was. It, it, it was a really good time, but it was really like a testament to you know knowing your equipment and being able to go out there and, and shoot. It, it was a real uh, confidence booster for me, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah, I'd love to do one of those. I one day, but I guess uh, up by our cabin, apparently there's a hunt club that has a mile long, thirty five station or um 3d range it's five bucks to run it <laughs> i'm like wow oh, i'm bringing the bow <laughs> heck yeah <laughs> so we'll try that yeah, i'm, I'm real trying to get some pictures out there i guess there's an alligator down in the swamp to shoot and a whole bunch of crazy oh, yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah i'm fortunate enough there's one right here by us that's uh it's it's five bucks and it's it's 35 targets and then our bowman's club um has an outdoor range it's a it's a field course so it's shooting at deer like targets but they're just on bales and then they have dots as well but that goes all the way out to 80 yards and so we were out there last thursday and same thing you know as long as your site can go there you can 
you can shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's exciting, man. Well, uh, I, th I think that's about it for this one. You know, I think we had a good discussion on what we're going to do with our bows and where we came from in our bows. And, you know, it's just, it's awesome, man. I'm having so much fun doing this. I'm so glad this ambassador program's rolling. You know, we've had some awesome stuff already. And, I, you know, I can't wait to hunting season and see what else you guys come up with because it's just been awesome. Yeah, this has been a blast, honestly. I, um, and, yeah, I'm with you. I can't wait for this fall, you know. Um, I, I got, I won that first pair of muck boots that was given away and, you know, I'm already getting them all, I guess I would gently say, well worn in, <laughs> putting them to good use, getting them good and muddy. And like, uh, I, like I've uh, seriously had a uh, lot of boots in my time and I've, I've always had stuff leak. And seriously, when I wear these boots, like I got, you know, a whole bunch of different pairs just to wear for pictures. Right. Yeah. But I look for mud puddles when I'm out hunting. I'm like, oh, watch <laughs> this. Like, you know, usually you're like, ah, eh, go around. Your inner four-year-old. Like, four -year -old you're like yeah, it turn, turns me into a four-year-old. Like, watch <laughs> this. But it won't get over uh, it. It's, just like, it's oh, that's crazy. That's awesome. So it's a, it's a good that's feeling. You don't cool. have to worry about that when you're in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. So we got into our bows. What, what bow are you shooting right now? Oh, that's right. I didn't finish, did I? Well... <laughs> The, last year I shot uh, the Obsession uh, M6Z, the DEFCON M6Z. That thing's faster than I've, one of the fastest bows I've ever shot. But it's just, Obsession makes an amazing bow. But this year I'm shooting the uh, Carbon Icon Bowtech. And that, I like it really, it's really light. So if you move your hand down just a little bit, you're going to see it in the arrow. But it shoots like a dream. I love it. That's really cool. I've heard really great things about that bow. Yeah, I think I think Dave's gonna start shooting his carbon icon too. So we've kind of got a thing going here. <laughs> and then the rain the rain was great yeah. this year. For a minute, you couldn't. There was no rains left on the shelf in like January. It was hard to get them. And I, that when I first shot that bow, I was like, wow. Just everything times together perfectly, and it just it's just like, well, there's a bow with everything. You know, usually you got to <laughs> yeah. compromise on one thing, you know, just a little bit, but not that one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing what what happens when you get a bow in your hands that, you know, it just agrees with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's so many, you know, things that go into that to a bow fitting you, you know, but mm -hmm. there's just something when, you know, the archer and the equipment just comes together. It's it's like no other feeling in the world and you can just you can hit anything you know <laughs> i just love that feeling but you know one day i don't know i'd like to shoot an elite and hunt with an elite because every time we shoot those in our tesla videos i'm like oh my god <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense like i seriously i think we had video of it i i took it down on the on the uh you know where we weigh our bows on the hook there right and i push it down and pull it back I was literally able to take my hands off, and it stayed there. Wow. Yeah, because we're like, uh, well, I don't know. All right, just try it slow. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's out of this world. So you get pulled back on a deer, and you can sit there all day long. Makes a huge difference. Oh, yeah, I can imagine just with taking taking that little bit of extra moment for the buck fever to kind of wane. Yep. 
you know we've all been there where you're at you're at full draw and you're thinking oh man you know do i got time what do i got to do you punch or something yeah. that that one less thing to think about is probably yeah, <laughs> probably sure. well um thanks you guys for coming on and uh you know, we'll keep in touch, and we'll try to get, you know, I think two went pretty well today. Maybe we'll try three next time, and maybe Skype in the uh, Bowhunter Planet 2 studio. <laughs> <laughs> maybe work out pretty well. So thanks, guys, for coming on. It was good to talk with you. Yeah, thanks for having us. You know, just happy to be part of the program and, you know, kind of be involved with with all this. I think it's just a, a, a great program, really. Thanks, man. We're we're trying to we're trying to make it big. And if you're interested in uh, joining the uh, Bowhunter Planet Ambassador team, please go to www.bowhunterplanet.com/ambassador and check it out. You know, put your application in. You never know. You can get yourself some cool prizes, some cool discounts, and uh, you know, have a good time, meet a good group of guys, and have some fun. But this is uh, James Nope with Bowhunter Planet, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.